just something about Mary. Welcome to There's Something About Mary Carey. I'm Mary Carey, joined by producer Matt. Hi. <laughs> and today's, like, I think this is the funniest one ever. I this love it. This is an insane episode. Yeah, this it's is, pretty insane. It I really is. Barely <laughs> talk on this one because this is like two old friends just reminiscing war stories <laughs> for an hour. Well, you know, and that's so funny because when you first, the very first thing you had said to me when um, I sat down here to talk to you uh, with Tanya is that you knew me from the Kid Chris show. So yeah. it's kind of funny that finally we get to have Kid Chris joining us on the most, I will actually, it should be the Kid Chris podcast, this one, you know, I mean, <laughs> but that's fine because I like to talk about myself. So no, it's, we're really living up to the name. There's something about Mary Carey on this one because it is a <laughs> lot of Mary Carey stories and not a lot of Kid Chris you know, stories. You know what, but I think he wanted it that way. No, I, I think so too. Yeah, he because he instantly did that. But I like that because that's easy. That's the I I like it better being in the role that you know actually being the one interviewed and stuff. So. He's a master <laughs> interviewer too. He's so good at just like letting mm-hmm. you. Let's, I think sometimes he lets you bury yourself a little bit, but because <laughs> he likes to do that, yeah. <laughs> but, that's uh, why so many shows always liked me over the years because so many people think the girl you know and i don't think before i talk you know so it's good now but this will be this will be a fun one this will be a wild one yes. um not that i expect anyone to listen to the mary carrie podcast with their kids but this is definitely one to not oh. listen to with the kids in the car mm. and if you live by me in uh florida <laughs> please don't listen to this anyone who's ever had an interaction with mary there's a chance that yeah, you might yeah. get a shout out in this episode. if you know me from walking my dogs in the neighborhood please don't listen turn it off now. <laughs> okay, well, let's just jump into the episode because it is a long one. <laughs> yes. Time to play the game. Time to play the game. Get a sweaty butt, Chris. So I always have to put a towel down. <laughs> My butt sweat is so bad. If I go to a restaurant and I'm on dates, well, I'm not going on dates now, but when I did, <laughs> I would have to like start wearing black because if I wasn't wearing a black dress and I sit in a booth, my butt sweat was so much. It was just. It was. It's like, and I always ask other girlfriends of mine, "Do you have a butt sweat problem?" And to this day, nobody has said yes. <laughs> Maybe you should stop asking. Well, I'm, I'm you know what? I'm going to start like a Reddit forum about butt sweat and dresses on leather. But anyway, <laughs> you know what? Maybe you could start asking people on your show about this. I'm not talking about ass sweat on my show. I'm sorry. You know, oh, I think you should. You, I, you know, well, you should. If That's anyone disgusting. could do it, it's you. I found the Lord. <laughs> Am I real low, by the way? You are a little low, but I okay. always uh, play with everybody's audio. Because <laughs> I'm really like, loud. Yeah, Mary screams <laughs> into a microphone. She's the only person I know who leans closer to the microphone when she has Fine, something maybe. excited to yell. <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> she opposite. Opposite Mary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Any any person who's had any experience even remotely in radio knows like, oh, I'm about to get loud. I'll move back yep. from the mic. <laughs> you know, I have my own show on Sirius and I've done a lot of radio, but yeah. 
I can't remember those things when I get excited. So do you travel around it anymore or no? Not really. I yeah. had stopped, but then I, when I was going to run for governor again last year, I did a yeah. few bookings with strip clubs after, because I really had missed being on stage and the traveling. Um, I, I used to love it. I love, I like to be on stage and I, yeah. I just like meeting people in different cities, but it really wasn't the same. I think that uh, after COVID, strip clubs are, you know, I think so many guys found out that they can do stuff online. Yeah, yeah. You know, we talk to guys about it all the time. They're like, yeah, I don't know if I'm going to come see you in that city because I'm talking to you here. And I don't really, you know, it's dangerous in the club, you know, they're kind of dangerous, the clubs and stuff. What so. about that? So do you, do you do that OnlyFans stuff? I do. Yeah. I do How's only do? fans. You should join to find out. No, I mean, <laughs> for $9.99 a month, Chris. No, it's, you know, <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's pretty good. I like okay. it. I like it a lot. I think that's what helped me. I wasn't doing any of that stuff at first. And then because I was going to be like a good doctor's wife and yeah. I was like, I'm going to be normal. And we moved to Florida and then all of a sudden I just all have a baby and have a normal life. And then, I wasn't getting pregnant right away. And he was working all these hours. And then all my friends in Florida have kids. Like in LA, none of my friends had kids, you know? Right, right, right. So here I was like, everyone's like, oh, I can, I can hang out, but only between like 9 a.m. and 2 p.m. Because then I got to get my kids from school. And, and so I just had all this time on my hands. And then I also never had not worked. And so yeah. I started being really sad and depressed. Like I miss being Mary Carey. And then I would say like my drinking got really bad. Oh. I had nothing to do from seven o'clock on. I would just call my two best friends, Dave and Dave in LA and drink wine. <laughs> and I would just talk to them for hours every night. And pound wine. Yeah, pretty much. Yes. You didn't learn and anything that, from Dr. Drew at all. You know, yeah, I did. <laughs> No, I totally did. I knew my alcoholism was okay. at an all-time low. Oh, I knew. Oh, I because yeah. I never had it. Like, before, I never had drank alone. I had n Although, I used to tell Dr. Drew, if you're, like, a pretty girl, especially if you're, like, a famous porn star, you never have to drink alone. You know? There's, yeah, right. No, <laughs> there's no. always someone who's going to drink with you, you know? Even if I had to, like, wander up to a bar, I made friends very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, but then I, you know, then Joe saw I was getting sad, so we started OnlyFans, and then I started doing um, this other website where people can text and call me, Oh, uh, Sex Panther. You could text me whenever you want. Yes, Chris. I you could talk to me whenever you want for two fifty a text. Now I'll talk well, to you. I got, free. I got your you phone number. number. I know. Yeah. I was saying before uh, to to Matt. I never saw you in any of your movies. I never saw mm -hmm. you do. We never had you get naked or anything in our studio. No, it no. was always it was always you're having sex with some married celebrity or something, and you wanted to. Leave. <laughs> I was always doing something yeah. like that. Although yeah. you know, it was because of your guys' show that so remember I had dated Chris Kirkpatrick, uh -huh. but then we had to split up because of Dwight Howard. Yep. But then Chris was thinking about having me when you remember him and Rich from LFO did that like boy band show. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. Chris had called me about possibly me like coming to Orlando and doing that. But then when I was on your show, I guess I said something bad about Rich. Yeah, yeah. You uh, said you, w you were glad that he got cancer or something like that. Yes, no, I remember. Fondly. <laughs> well, either way, Chris got me. Chris is like, I don't know what happened, but this guy does not want you here. And he, he won't let you, he won't like come if you go, if you come to the show. Yeah. So that was also the Xanax, Xanax days, which yeah. I really did get off of those after yeah. Dr. Drew. So yeah. I would like, and I was also going through a really bad breakup, like 
with a real boyfriend before all these other people. The last time I talked to you, you were married to that, that Mexican guy with that big it penis. He's not Mexican! Oh, whatever he was. He's Cuban. Cuban. Cuban, yeah. Cuban. And, and There's you a would, difference. You would send me pictures of you guys doing stuff. Well, that was when I knew that. Well, you know, it must have been very early in the relationship because we were together six years, but we only had sex like the first three months and then it was like a once a year thing. So um, that's marriage. Yeah. Uh, maybe. <laughs> you still want to have children? I know. Wait, Matt, this is now the Kid Chris interview. <laughs> I do want to have kids. I've got Why? two. M- Why? Yeah. Because I feel like I'll be a really good mom. Okay, well, I don't know if you would or not, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but it's it, no, you know the, the fun the fun is out the window. I mean, I That's had to be home. Megan says, yeah, yeah. I, know. I I came home right today, right after work. I had to fly home because my wife had to go to work, yeah. and you know my kids are upstairs. They ignore me and all that stuff. But <laughs> you know, I just sit in the house, and and I didn't have all this gray before. This is all for marriage and, and, and kids. Well, yours are both girls, too, because, like, my friend yeah. has boys and, like, or one boy, and she's, yeah, she's pretty, she's pretty stressed out all the time. I don't time. want boys. You, you want a girl, I, I can imagine, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've got two, well, so I've done some rounds of, like, IVF where, well, we get the embryos and we test them, so I've got, like, two girl embryos. But oh. one's a really high quality and one's, like, an average quality, so. Are you going to um, toss no, the because- average one? <laughs> Well, actually, my plan is to transfer the average one first. So in case it relative? doesn't work. <laughs> no, no. Into my into my uterus. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. yeah. Are you just going to do it in that office you're sitting in because your exactly. husband's a doctor? You're going to go to a real place. We're, gonna, we're going to the fertility <laughs> clinic. Oh, I wouldn't okay. trust him to do that because if he drops, no. you know, I don't know. I think it's pretty microscopic. Imagine yeah, yeah. as it is now, I'm very worried about them. I constantly, you know, ask the fertility clinic, are you sure they're okay? And then, you know, it's hurricane season and I'm like, <laughs> and blows away my embryos. So you check on your children? <laughs> I do. I mean, every time I go there, but I am very worried that a hurricane's going to come and knock the roof off the fertility clinic. And yeah. there goes or Mary shake Joe them up. And, Val- and Barry Joe and Valkyrie. Everybody oh, okay. Knows. Well, well, I mean, or they get shook up to where they're not even like they're different <laughs> eggs or somebody else's eggs. Well, I've worried about that too. I have. Yeah. In Florida, you have those lizards and shit. So would it be crazy iguanas, if like some, iguanas? Yeah. If the, if you get lizard children. <laughs> <laughs> if those eggs get mixed up in there and you have lizard children. No, the fertility <laughs> clinic's in a kind of a city area, so it couldn't oh, happen okay. over there. No yeah. lizard. It's like no 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 iguanas. There's a my backyard though has tons of them. You should come stay with me. You know, I'm gonna have a like everyone who's a guest is invited to come stay at my house. We're gonna have everyone here. So you're gonna come. I'm already too tired. <laughs> no, no, no. no, no, no. <laughs> Where's your dad live? Fredonia Beach, I think it's called. Going towards Georgia, because that's where they were oh. living. Yeah. You know, I've thought about moving, because the only thing I hate about South Florida is that if you need to evacuate, like, let's say there's a war or something, I'm yeah. at the bottom of Florida. It would take me like 10 hours to get out of Florida. But if you're in Northern Florida, you could go like anywhere very quickly. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. Which makes me feel safer. Right. I watch this show called Doomsday Preppers. Yeah, you so should. So I am thinking, well, first of all, I want to be on the show. Well, no, I'm a Doomsday Prepper. I know. I can tell. Yeah? Yeah. You talk to your children, your eggs. 
No. <laughs> <laughs> you read the fairy tales and stuff over the phone? No, but we listen yeah. to ballet music. No, I've you actually do? asked. No, I'm not allowed to. I've asked if I could go into the back in the, where the, um, you know, I'm not allowed to go into the actual like where they're at because yeah. only like these high tech like roosters. Because my daughter, well, I'd like to, one of them has to be a ballerina. There's just no, that's pretty much it. Ballet. Did you talk, did you talk about that already with the embryos? I mean, they, if they're, they've been, well, first they were eggs in my body. So they've yeah. probably learned that already. They've learned they're going to do ballet. Yeah. It's been a long time since I talked to you uh, here on the Mary <laughs> Carey podcast. Uh, <laughs> no, exactly. Yes. You, no, this is so much more fun. I like this because I love you, to talk about myself much better than talking about you, you know? Yes. You know, it just, <laughs> I, I sit at home. You, this is all you get. The last time, uh, or not the last time, but there was that one drama when we uh, talked to your mom. Is your mom still with us? Oh, you know what? Yeah, I, she. Oh. This is what's so good. She lives um, about thirty minutes from me. You know. Okay. And, is she still uh, in that hospital? She's in a nursing home now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And okay. So, but she's been the same one for like seven years. She kind right. of like she's you know, she's the most like mentally with it of everyone there. So uh, she's in the like she's the head of their uh, like a neighborhood association. T- I don't know yeah, in the yeah. in the retirement community. And yeah, yesterday I took her to Dollar Tree. It's like the greatest <laughs> store for her. Yeah, yeah because yeah. you know she likes to buy stuff that and it lets her buy a lot more. You know, and Dollar Tree is amazing. Do you guys have those there? It's, yes. Because it's not it, well in L.A. We only had like ninety nine cents store. Not as yeah. good. Dollar Tree is amazing. Like the first time I went in one was with my mom a couple of years ago. I was amazed by it. When I was single and uh, living in Kansas, (laughs) I would uh, buy all my my silverware because it was just me. My silverware, my plates, towels, and all that shit from Dollar General, which is kind of along the same lines. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. That's what I you do. I would buy my stuff there. Yeah I, yeah, I would still do that. Yeah. I buy all my dog toys for my puppies there. Yeah, yeah, right. They're going to shred yeah. them. Who cares? Exactly, exactly. Yeah, oh, yeah. my one dog, she can tell more expensive ones. She's got two really expensive ones, and she doesn't <laughs> shred those two. I don't yeah. know how she knows. It's like. That's a Mary Carey dog. That's Mary a Mary Carey dog. dog. <laughs> I always loved uh, when you would come uh-huh. on and, and ruin someone's life. <laughs> <laughs> when I would come home from like clubs and stuff in LA and they would close at two, but I would still be drunk. And like, I would call people that were my <laughs> friends, but people were like no one to talk to. And so I used to always, before I met you guys, I would always call uh, to talk to Will Murray at the Howard Stern show. Or sometimes oh, yeah, I would yeah. just be talking to their interns. But yeah. then I met you guys and I would call and talk to you guys on air. Cause yes. Yeah. And I would be like still from the night before. <laughs> I know. There, there was that Tommy Davidson guy still will. Oh, uh, yeah. He he still gets a little weird whenever we talk to him because you threw him under the bus one time. No, so I was at Mr. Chow and, you know, I didn't know who he was. And he came up to me when the guy I was with went to the bathroom and he was like, oh, like, hey, Mary Carrie, I've got like a good story for you. And I was just like, well, I didn't know who he was. But I figured if he was someone eating a Mr. Chow, he must be important. Yeah. And so I gave him my number and then he contacted me or no, he started texting me, but I didn't really text him back. But then one morning I was hung over and I started calling different guys on my phone, like hoping someone would bring me McDonald's breakfast. And so, 
And I was like, I was on, like, I'm like, who else is there? You know, yeah. and I, I texted him or I called him. He's like, I'll be right over. Oh my God. He brought me my food and he walked in holding one of my porn DVDs. Oh. Like holding it in his hand. Didn't have the box for it. And these were when porn was on DVDs because this yeah, was 2007. Yeah. And uh, he's like, oh, I just got to tell you the greatest story. I was like, I was fucking this girl. She, we, what we did is I came on your face on the TV and then she licked it off. Oh my and God. And I was like, what about your TV? Like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but so, yeah. Was he telling that. you that while you're eating a McMuffin? Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I didn't care. I was so hungry. I, I know. I was like, when I lived alone, I like never had one any food in the house really mary am i remembering correctly but weren't you the one that also like caused a slight riff with the preston and steve show after the chris show left oh, oh yes no. that was That's during right. we were still there yeah That's we were still right there. that I was remember an ambush you guys- Oh, yeah, because I would just, like, I was like, you know, Celebrity Rhea was on, and, like, how, I don't even know how, you guys set me up on that show, right? Yeah, we we, we booked and you then... on on uh, President Steve's <laughs> radio show and had you go in with your quote-unquote sex slave, which was just our friend Chuck. Yes, and then he's like, kick Chris or <laughs> Yeah, he just like started that. yelling it, and they freaked out, and then after that, they won't, they won't have you on anymore, right? No, they wouldn't. <laughs> I came to Philly, yeah. and other clubs in Philly were like, yeah, we couldn't get you, like, you know, they're like, yeah, on the show. <laughs> they, they're uh, still like that. They're still like that with a bunch of yeah. like old friends that are like comics and stuff. They won't have them in. And I've been yeah. gone for 10 plus years. <laughs> cities of these radio shows. I always, some of these local, I've had in trouble with some other cities, like local stations. That's fun though, right? Getting in trouble? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? There's this one in Baltimore. It was a big station there, I guess, a rock station. You know, I think it was like 2008. I can't remember the name of the station, but I did the interview like on five o'clock. I guess it was like the evening drive time. But I, I could tell this host, like he wasn't that funny. I mean, he was nice to me, but he was like, I could tell he, you know, he was super just like arrogant, but like his talent and mad. I just didn't like, it, you know? <laughs> so when I left the station, I mean, I was nice enough, but when I left the station, I went on Twitter, like Twitter was kind of new. And yeah. I was like, I love when these small local radio hosts, I guess he had told everyone originally to see me, these small radio hosts act like they're Howard Stern or something. And oh, like, boy. they're not very, you know, I didn't know any better. So yeah. then I guess he went crazy and told yeah. everyone. <laughs> <laughs> not to go see me feature dance because someone called in and told him that so oh. then years later that was like 2008 2012 13 14 actually i was in the same city 12 13 14 15 16 17 the hustler club there every year tried to get that particular station the guy wasn't even working there to yeah. like book me on and they're like no she cannot come oh, here because wow. of what she did yeah and the guy's gone i guess yeah is that crazy <laughs> I don't get it because, uh, you know, that's all part of the that's all part of the job is the war with each other. And, and yeah. you know, that's it. They should they could have had so much fun with that. They could have, like, brought me back and like because I wouldn't have known that they said. Well, the only reason I had found out they were telling people not to see me is because guys were it actually backfired. Like so many yeah. guys came to the club and we're like, we were told not to see you. Yeah, 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 exactly. That's so, <laughs> so like they had to go see me. That's yeah. rebel. That's rebel. Exactly. They want to go see the girl that pissed off the DJ. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. D- did he come on your face on the on the TV? <laughs> no, he probably he probably did in private. So. Yeah. <laughs> See, I always love Chris. So Chris was always my favorite. Well, you remember the time I came out there, and it was like the day where it was supposed to be a birthday party, and then oh yeah, and it, and it all ended. So sad. Yeah, I know that's so crazy. <laughs> 
Well, then you eventually came back for like the replacement show of that. You did like a random one-off beat-off show. Yeah, that was fun. And I remember I that was the first time I ever met you. And uh-huh. I, I will remember this for the till the day I die. I said, have you considered doing a podcast? And you said, that's for losers. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what's funny is we did that, uh, that, that, sh- that was at bootleggers. Is that what it was called? Yeah, bootleggers? That's, it's gone now. Yeah. Yeah. So on the way home on the plane, I remember thinking, well, we should do like a streaming or, uh, uh, you know, a live show, you know, cause yeah. I wanted to be able to talk to people on the phone and all that. And that's when we went back and we did it live every day. It was podcasted as well. Uh, yeah. But I didn't want to do just a podcast. We can't talk to anybody, you know, because it's on tape. And I think Mary might have been on there, too. I think that's where like Tommy Davis. So the one where you sang when you sang that Katy Perry song, was that one, oh, one of them or no? Well, that was one of the uh, the live shows. Yeah, that was one. Yeah, you came I, out. Was at, yeah. I was at that one. Yeah, you sang that one. That was the one we did. Yeah. Right before a uh, a fallen officer show. You were in town oh. for something. Yeah. And yeah, it was featured. I was always, yeah. I love featured Phillies. I love Philly. That was a fun city. I yeah, saw well, you in Cincinnati. Remember when you, yep. when I was like, that was so crazy because I didn't know much about it. I flew into Cincinnati. The hotel was in Indiana and the club was yep. in Kentucky. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, I still, yeah, that's right. Racers. It's gone. Mm-hmm. That was way up in Kentucky. That was a cool spot. I liked but, it. But you know, I still play the clip of you that was here in Cincinnati. We called that oh. guy's mom. <laughs> And oh, yeah, what did and I say? He, well, we called he wanted to prank his mom. You were on with him and uh-huh. he was introducing his new girlfriend to the mom. Oh, yeah. yeah and, okay. and she, she was she was like old school. She was calling you a painted up lady. And I've heard of that term before. Yeah. yeah. That's she, so funny. You were, you just yes. kept telling his mom that he had a huge penis and a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was good. That was That's fun. right. I forgot. That was my first year here in Cincy. So that was 10 years ago. Oh, wow. Was yeah, it, yeah. I guess so. Yeah, it probably was like 2012, I would yeah. say. Yeah. Racers, we were doing a lot of stuff with racers. And then, uh, I don't know, I think the owner or something happened where he uh, wasn't supposed to be doing something i don't know like Who there was always all these different owners and shit you probably deal with that all the time right like these so, places you know what? <laughs> it's funny i the yeah the ones that are kind of like a one-off club but yeah. it got to where i pretty much was doing like mostly just the hustler and deja vu are the same owners so i yeah, like love those clubs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah i like them a lot because i know when you show up like you know that they're going to like pick you up at the airport without you having to call a bunch. Yeah. You know, the hotel is going to be what it says in the contract. Like, do the girls ever, do they get jealous when you come into town? I'm sure that happens, right? It's, you know, some of them understand when they have features. Like, some of these clubs, like that one, has a feature every month. So I think right. they kind of just know. Yeah. Um, yeah. They get it. But, and it definitely like when they knew, like I started featuring before I ever did porn or anything. And even when I first was doing porn for six months, you know, the girls wouldn't know who I was. But then once I ran for governor, once yeah. they knew who you were, and then once especially those girls loved VH1. So when I was doing that show, then they turn, then it's like, oh, I understand why she's here. Otherwise, yeah. they don't really get why the feature is there. I'd be excited because that's bringing more people into the club. Yeah. I mean, I think that all of us, a lot of them in the beginning, I always tell them I don't do lap dances. So then they were yeah. happy because yeah. they don't like when the features do because those feature, the features are charging like a hundred a song and yeah. that takes away money from the girls. So yeah, I wouldn't yeah. do it either. I, 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 I stopped lap dancing years ago. <laughs> yeah. <I'm good. laughs> I don't like it. I don't like it. Well, I mean, is it because your guy- ass is sweaty? 
no, no, you know, no, but my ass wouldn't have been sweaty because yeah. I wasn't sitting on a chair. Well, actually, sometimes, yeah. yeah. Usually they have like that kind of velvety, little yeah, velvety yeah. chairs, cloth yeah. chairs. So I'm okay. But um, well, do I, yeah, I just I have to be attracted to the guy, yeah. and so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I did one in I did one lap dance in December of 2017, and that was like no, it. Oh, you have it archived. <laughs> <laughs> My dance agents used to think it was so funny. They would be like, "Mary, when was the last time? Like, we need to know if we can book you in this city. When were you in that city last?" I was like, "Okay, hold on. It was uh, November of 2014, and I was at this club." And but yeah, I don't know how I can do that, but I can. But that one was easy. December of 17 because every December hustler club. <laughs> booked me in baltimore for the mary carrie christmas so oh okay and the guy right. was in he was in baltimore and yeah, well that's cool because you could uh you had a whole tour so you could kind of plan on your money every year i mean kind of yeah i guess so. i mean yeah with them they yeah. were yeah they were always super good to me so yeah they were well it's funny because there was a period where a bunch of clubs because of my drinking that's how you know you had an alcohol problem like <laughs> was like a strip clubs like i don't want to book her she drinks yeah. too much she's out of hand you never know what she's gonna do you know unpredictable you're the, you're the guy getting kicked out of the all-you-can-eat buffet <laughs> like, yeah right like, yes, let probably. you in here Right. Yeah, but that's yeah. fun to watch. <laughs> yeah. but, but some some clubs love that and some clubs hated it, you know. But like then for a while, hustler clubs, well, they liked it, but then they loved they were also supportive when I got sober. Cause then there was the clubs that liked it, and when I got sober, then didn't want to book me because they're like, wait, the, I want her to be crazy still. Yeah, 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 but yeah. but there was some clubs when I was really crazy, they're like, oh no, she's irresponsible. And my agent would be like, but the biggest chain in the country books her like every you know every month at one of their clubs. You would think yeah. that shows them something, you know. Yeah. Now I miss featuring again. That's <laughs> talking to you. And your husband would be cool with that if would he go with you? He did. He when we first met yeah. uh, before we were married, uh, he was like off of work for six months. So yeah, yeah, I yeah. was like, it's so because when I first started dating a guy or something, I think they think I'm lying when I'm like, I want to because most guys who knows what a feature entertainer is. If you're not in radio, you would yeah. have known who knows what that is. And I'm like, oh, no, I got to go to this city. And he all he knew when we were first dating is that every single like. Wednesday, I was on a plane somewhere coming home on a Sunday. And I would be like, oh, I'll call you. Uh, like, I'll, you know, FaceTime you from my dressing room. And he's like, he seems like you're a lot of time just like sitting there. And I'll be like, wait, I got to go on stage. I'll be back. And then I would come back and I'm like, okay, I'm going to skip my meet and greet and just sit and talk some more. And I feel like guys always think I'm lying about what I'm doing at the club. <laughs> and then she's definitely not just doing a stage show and uh, autographs like, you know, and then he came with me. And then he thought it was the funniest thing ever, how they're flying me out there and they're getting me to the club, getting me in my dressing room. I'm getting costumes. They're an hour early, turning in the music. And then I go on stage for four songs. I go back to the dressing room. Yeah. And he's like, wait. And they just gave you a thousand dollars. Yeah, do I know. Uh, yeah. And I'm I mean, like, he's like, this is the crazy. Like, this is crazy, you know. But they're <laughs> but they're making money hand over fist though when they bring you in. So it's so you worth know, it. some clubs do. It depends though. You know, sometimes that's the other thing too. Some of these clubs, if they've got a really bad, bad, bad reputation, like there was a club I went to in Iowa. Was Iowa? Yeah, they had like a shooting like a month. <laughs> like, you know, and I, I was stupid and I didn't think to Google the clubs until it was like a week or two before my booking. And then I'm like, oh, let me. Oh, and I call my agent. I'm like, I can't go. 
I go, they had a massive shooting in their parking lot last month. <laughs> and he's like, and so then the other agent calls me up, Mary, you know, this stuff happens at every club. They're like, you have to go. And, and then I went and it was, I mean, it was fairly safe. I mean, I guess, but it was not a very big crowd. And I was like, this is so lame. But then the manager is like, Oh my God, this is the biggest crowd we've had since the shooting. And I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. And also a lot of times the clubs you're getting booked at are like not the best club in the city. You know, the best clubs yeah. in the city. It's like in Philly, I finally, I'm so glad I got to do it. But everyone for years, why aren't you at Delilah's? The guys would say, I'm like, I go where I get flown out to where I'm paid to be. But sometimes if the club has just such a bad reputation or is in a really bad area, people like people won't go. Like the club I was at in Odessa, these like, white cowboy looking guys they were like mary we love it here on thursday but our uber driver told us that they will not drive us here friday and saturday yeah so we cannot weird? come to this club because it's so dangerous so well it did uh it didn't get to bible belt like when i lived in wichita all the strip clubs were it was like they circled the entire city they were all on the outskirts oh, because really? yeah all the uh, bible thumpers and all that would chase them all out of town so all the strip clubs were outside but in the strip clubs were all the politicians that yeah. were in the city that chased them all out. They exactly. all went there. They all yes, went there. That's so funny how that works. Yeah. What about those massage parlors? Would you ever work in one of those, Mary? If I can't manage a lap dance, I couldn't manage. I would be if I thought the guy, the guy would have to be cute. I would be like, okay. it's funny. I had remember my early 20s when I was working at Playboy and a lot of these, uh, and I was doing porn and ran for governor. My friends were, a lot of them were getting into this like, high-end escorting yes it was like yep. a thing that a lot of the porn stars do where they're getting a couple thousand an hour yeah and so i remember my friend jessica was trying to convince me to do it and i was like we were sitting in like a restaurant and i started looking around like pointing at guys I'm like do you have to have sex with a guy that looks like you know that ugly or what about that ugly? <laughs> and she's like yeah i'm like what about what about that ugly have you had sex with that ugly? she's like yes i have oh and i was like yeah i don't know i feel like i'd have to see their picture first and and i was like how do you do it and she's yeah. like i just close my eyes and think about money <laughs> I, was like, okay. I don't think i could do it though i couldn't that's I couldn't what i do even, even if i was really and then my friends like oh i just get really drunk i was like yeah but if i get really drunk i'll tell them they're really ugly <laughs> so it's just, i would have to stay sober and then but then i would like make gagging noises or driving <laughs> You know, because I dry heave very easily. Yeah, you know, you know which so. is funny because if I remember, if I remember correctly, you're like the ultimate woman to marry because you can't smell, right? Right, no smell. Yeah. But right. you know what? It's ultimate for the guy in the fact I can't smell them. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I also oh. can't smell myself when I smell bad, oh, and okay. so different guys have had to be like. Which is crazy because it's usually only a guy once they've been in a relationship for a long time with me. Because yeah, that yeah. means it must happen a lot. Like, they'll be like, Mary, did you put your deodorant on today? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I forgot, you know, because I forget about it a lot. You smell like ass sweat. Yeah, yeah. probably. Uh, and then the other thing is sometimes I'm like, I put too much body splash or something on because I don't know how much is a good amount, you know? Right, so right. Because like, you can't smell you know? it. Oh, yeah. So yeah. it's just, so it's like a win. It's like, it's like, I don't know, you know, if you're yeah, a really yeah. smelly guy, then maybe it's worth it. But if you're only like a little smelly, yeah. then it might backfire that I can't smell yeah. because then it's like 
the smelliness well, doesn't, you know, weigh. So for you, though, farts are just <laughs> funny because you don't smell oh, funny. them. Just, yeah. funny. Yeah. I, I, I fart a lot, too. I mean, it's actually, I do. I think it's, I mean, actually, no, I fart so much that, like, when I was on Celebrity Rehab, and I think I did it on The Daily Show, I remember, with Stephen Colbert, with Stephen Colbert because I was really annoyed with him. And, um... Someone has actually made on YouTube a Mary Carey farting compilation. Oh, really? It's, I didn't know that. They, but you know, mad. There was like two different times I didn't fart, and they like dubbed in a fart. Oh, so they mixed ah, in a couple of fake farts with my. But that's not fun. Fart. That's not fun, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, mine are real. loud. Mine are yeah. so loud. <laughs> they like, yeah. <laughs> well, I thought farts were just noise until yeah, the sixth yeah. grade. Because in the sixth grade, I let out a silent fart. I yeah. was like, oh, God, I got to do it. And I was luckily it was quiet. But all of a sudden, everyone around the room was like, oh, my God, somebody farted. It smells. <laughs> it was like, I didn't say anything. And, like, yeah, you know, yeah. and I don't think anyone would have thought it was me because I was like little miss, like bubbly. You know, I know no one would have thought it was me. But, yeah, I farted. Well, and then I went home to school and I, I asked my grandma, how did they know I farted? And she explained to me. Yeah. So. Oh yeah, because because yeah. you couldn't smell. You didn't so know. I, did, I thought yeah. it was just noises, and I thought if it didn't make a noise, you just felt this like little air bu- bubble come out, you know. <laughs> and, then, and then yeah, so. Yeah. So I knew. This is the but, this yeah. is the most fun I've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> I always thought you were funny, and I'm like, you know, yeah. people are like, oh, you should get her to do this and get naked. I'm like, ah, yeah. I just want the funny. Everybody else does the naked <laughs> stuff, you know. I want yeah, the funny. I, know. I want the, I want you throwing relationships under the bus and stuff i thought that was awesome (laughs) Uh, i don't think i would do that now it's so hard to say because a lot of times well you know what it is a lot of times i don't think before i speak ever i have no filter so sometimes i I mean it actually happens all the time it drives my husband crazy like well like simple little things like like we're walking the dogs and i like went up to these people i'm like oh my god i totally thought your dog was dead i'm so glad your dog's not dead I haven't seen him for three weeks. I was so worried. I'm so glad to see Kyle. And then like someone else had a Great Dane. And I was like, oh, I love Great Danes. Why couldn't get one? Because they die so young. And like, (laughs) you can't, he's like, you can't see. Like, and I just, other things, I just slip out without thinking. He's like, oh, you're like this other guy, my neighborhood has a wife. She's not that smart. Oh, I hope they don't listen. (laughs) She won't know. um, She has some babies. And she drives an SUV. And I'm like, I don't think I can drive an SUV, but this girl does. Or yeah. I don't know if I can take care of babies. Oh, wait, but she does. So then we saw- <laughs> I ran to her husband and I said something like, yeah, like sometimes I don't know if I could do something. But then I'm like, you know, your wife does it. So then I know I can do it. And my husband's like, you can't be saying things like that to someone's husband. So... <laughs> There's a huge chance I would throw relationships under the bus because I don't even realize it when I do it. I have to learn to have a filter. No, no, don't. don't. Know. Once no, you do that, this I is know. all over. I don't even have a filter with kids around sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Mm. See, that's funny because my <laughs> wife swears like like crazy around the kids. I don't. Oh, really? Because, yeah, well, yeah because, I don't curse, though. I don't curse, yeah. really. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, I will if I get really upset, but I yeah. my whole life I curbed it because Couldn't of work. Curse. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, my yeah, wife will change the channel if we're listening to uh, 
like a, a a music channel and it's got like cursing in it and yeah. stuff. She'll change it and be like, "That's inappropriate." And I'm like, "What the fuck?" You say "fuck" every other word. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I remember when I was a when I was a kid, I didn't really know curse words, and my mom always tells the story that she took me to the park and she had shown me the movie Beetlejuice, which, all things considered, is a pretty clean movie except for yeah. one line. Yeah. And I'm at the park and I said, "Mom, look, I'm Beetlejuice." And I ran up to a tree and I kicked it as hard as I could. And I screamed, nice fucking model at the top of my lungs and grabbed my crotch and yelled, honk, honk. <laughs> the other parents would probably know, I feel like. Right? I don't know. I think it's when funny when little kids curse. You know, if I'm, if I, yeah, if I'm around and somebody's kid starts cursing, I'll just start laughing. Yeah. And you're not going to ever do. Do you know anybody that ever hears a kid curse and goes, oh, those parents must be fucked up. Never. (laughs) Because everybody curses. Look, as the person with no kids and no desire to have kids, I even like watching a kid meltdown because I don't have to deal with it. Yeah. Oh, Oh, don't. Oh, Mary. It's the worst. I don't know. I was really spoiled by my grandparents. So I think I'm just going to spoil my kids. Yeah, that's so, that's that. that, that keeps I them. probably will only, most likely, only one of the two is going to make it because I think that was the message of Mary Poppins that the kids <laughs> need to be spoiled. That was that's what I got from that movie. Oh, really? No, because oh. <laughs> I was like, maybe I didn't understand it because I wouldn't be surprised. I love that movie, by the way. But I tried to jump. I remember when I was a kid making pictures on the sidewalk and constantly trying to jump in the sidewalk. Oh yeah, you miss your childhood so much. I think you want to live through your kids, huh? Oh, well, I mean, the different, yes, because when I was ballet, I feel like had my grandfather not died, and if I wasn't taking care of my grandma, my mom, I would have definitely not turned to boys and then like drinking. I would have been, I would have stuck with ballet and been more serious. I mean, had they lived another like eight years, I would have been a professional ballerina and then become an alcoholic stripper, but it would have like, it would have taken more time to get to that point. I just had to be on stage. At that point, I was like, I need to be on stage. I needed attention. And at that point, I liked to drink. So I was like, this is the greatest thing ever. I get to drink, dance on stage. And as a regular stripper, I didn't know your money was in lap dances. So I was just constantly up to the DJ. Can I yeah. go on stage? Can I go? And then no a girl wants to go on stage when they're a regular stripper. So right, they just right. put me on stage over and over again. And I was pretty happy with it, you know, and I got to drink. That's funny because I, that's another thing. I never went to any of the clubs that you were at uh, when you were in town. I know. I never Tom saw did. it. What about that guy? Remember that guy that I went on a date with through your show? Jeff? Yeah, Jeff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We, like, we hung out. During that time, everybody was fucking my guests, and I was the one doing the show. Because <laughs> <laughs> he got Hi. another he got another uh, uh, adult film star. After uh, me? No, it was before. It was before okay, you. Okay, then I don't it was mind that one. Some Russian girl. Yeah, they ended up getting to a big fight, and then, uh, yeah, then he would seek pictures of you, and you would pass out in the hotel, and you'd be naked, laying on the bed and stuff, and, <laughs> and he'd make he'd lay by you and all that stuff. <laughs> no, you know, I really liked him at first, but you know what it is. Sometimes if I'm in a city and I was drinking, I would really like someone in that city, and yeah, then yeah. like. Your city boyfriend. Yeah, I did. I would always like in certain if I traveled alone, which wasn't often. I usually always had like some guy I was dating with me. But yeah, he went with alone, you. He went with you a few it? times. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, probably. I don't know. That was the Xanax days. So I don't. I, I hope he hears this are... and, and, and realizes how much of an impression he made on you. Where you don't remember. <laughs> you don't remember traveling with him. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I feel like you know what? I wonder what city he went to. I don't know. <laughs> I, I haven't but, seen him. 
God, I haven't. I don't even think he's on Facebook or anything. All I know is he had a. This is back in the MySpace d- days, yeah. and he yeah. had a profile picture where he was on his motorcycle. And he was like this. I like that. I remember that. See, yeah, I thought that was goofy. I don't think I didn't I mean, think, girls I didn't think you know. I didn't care what someone's MySpace page. <laughs> I liked them. I didn't. I was just like because uh, I was too into my own MySpace page. I love MySpace. Do you do you remember having sex with Jeff? Was he good? I don't really remember. But oh, I, I that's mean, awesome. I hope he well, hears because, it. Because you know what? <laughs> I have to say what happened there like after my mom jumped. So I yeah. met him. It's kind of like the first time I met you guys. That was a really like I would say November of 2006 till Slavery Rehab film uh in June of 07. Yeah. It's definitely like a blur. Because I was mixing Xanax and alcohol. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it was the first time I had just gotten out of a bad relationship. So it was my first time on the road feature dancing like ever. Other t- every time I always had a guy I was dating where I had like just an assistant, whoever it was, and me. So I was I went a little crazy because I and I was drunk and on Xanax. But like I also was just having fun, like meeting guys in different cities and stuff like that. I got kicked out of a Sixers game in Philly. Um <laughs> I think it was like around the same time I met you guys for the first time. Yeah, yeah. I, I think a, that's. I think you told that story. Like uh, yeah, you were with a friend, right? Yeah, he's with my assistant, this girl yeah. assistant. Yeah, and yeah. but she was such. A, she was a bad selection. She was twenty three, and I was twenty six, and she would get like drunker than me, but was supposed to like be in charge of me. <laughs> and I guess when they put me on the jumbo because we were saying corsai because my friend always gave me the seats. I guess I like either tried to make out with her or flash my <laughs> boobs or something. So then, yeah, so that wasn't good. So then, <laughs> I didn't remember that, but the next day, I got calls from people who had friends in Philly. And they yeah. were like, did you get kicked out of the Sixers game? I was like, no, I did not. <laughs> and then I, like, called her. She's like, yeah, yeah, you got kicked out of the <laughs> Like, And then, for the next two years when I came to Philly, my friend's like, I can't give you courtside seats anymore. <laughs> but but then he, soon they, they forgot about it, and by 2010, I was courtside. Again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I loved it. That's why I like Philly. I was always like, oh, these guys are awesome. They're really loud and really drunk, and they're always screaming like Mary Carey or like whatever. Sometimes they would scream Kid Chris at me, you know. Yeah, because yeah. they'll, they'll, they'll forget your name. They'll forget your name and just knew. yell. Yeah, yeah. This is Kid Chris. Yeah. Well, I, I always knew. <laughs> Well, people like it was funny because sometimes if I was like in other, it would be that, or sometimes people would just be like Howard Stern to me. Like yeah. I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. We have many years we could we have to catch up on stuff. I know you're a firecracker. You just light the wick and it explodes forever. <laughs> it's great. You know, what, what's your rest of your day? What are you gonna do? Today was already kind of crazy. I my friend Megan came over today. She told me she's gonna be a tennis pro. Oh, I feel like 40 is a little late to start, but I don't know. Hey, Maybe it's not. age is just a number, Mary Carey. Okay, okay. <laughs> You know, okay. You can be, be a ballerina still. still. Yeah. Yeah, with my like torn meniscus in my knees and my arthritis yeah. in my knees. You know but, what's funny yeah. is, uh, you know, I have little girls and you you realize that stuff and even like playing soccer and all that, mm-hmm. how devastating that is to, I mean, ballerina dancers, they wreck their bodies, their legs. Oh, wreck. Like, but I mean, mine was a combination, obviously ballet, but then feature dancing, especially when I was younger, I would like, oh, I would like, be drunk, so I would like fall, like jump on my knees and yeah, like just yeah. kind of go really crazy. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I wore knee pads from like 2010 on. I wore knee pads on stage. On stage, really? So, uh, yeah. So you would get and naked and just wear knee pads? 
<laughs> well, with my boot, the stripper boot, though. So it was like oh, the okay. boot and then the knee pad. I see. So it I kind see. of like, it it sucks. like I used to yeah. like to wear high heels, but yeah. the knee pads with heels look kind of silly. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, wait. So Megan came over today. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. And we walked. We walked yeah. two and a half miles. And wow. then we went for um, this deli and we had our egg white wraps. And Ooh. then I got my nails done. Did you get your nails done with her? No, because she had to go get her kid. Oh, Megan yeah. turns into like a pumpkin by like yeah. 1 30 p.m. Whether yep. it's picking the kid up from camp or picking the kid up from school. And yeah. she's just always like last, like, I don't know, it was just last month. She's like, are you sure you want to have a kid because yeah. your freedom's gone? You yep. can't do whatever you want. Your life sucks. <laughs> I was like, yes. She gets in these moods sometimes where she says this to me. But I know she I mean, she loves her son so much. Oh, like, no, really that, that's that's oh, never yeah, – yeah. I mean, my wife will say that to me. Like, I'll bitch about it. And I'm like, yeah. how do you ignore the fact that everything was perfect before – and then you yeah. introduce these people into your life and then you take care of them and then they just treat you like shit. That's all they but do. They don't treat you like shit till you're like they're teenagers probably, right? So well, mine are nine, nine and 12, <laughs> okay. so they're treating oh. me like shit. That's all they do. I was going to say, I, I've walked in in friends' houses and they've got like a three and a five-year-old and I've seen my friend oh. just standing in the kitchen staring at the wall. Yeah, yeah. And asked them what was wrong and they just said, I hate my children sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. I know people there for a say bit. that. They say yeah. that. I won't have that problem. Everybody says that. You know what? Just like marriage, everybody says, like, ah, that's not going to be me. But everybody drives right off the same fucking cliff. (laughs) It's so true. It's It's really true. After this happens and you have a a child, I can't wait to to grill you about how much money you spent to make this this happen to yourself. It's so worth it, though. It's so worth it. It's not. It's not. (laughs) <laughs> I'm glad we're on video because Mary, look into my eyes. It's not <laughs> worth it. <laughs> I'm just worried about like I already thank God I, I found a good plastic surgeon because I already know I'm gonna have to do that whole mommy makeover afterwards. <laughs> That's I gonna be the sad. least of your problems. Well, I'll do the raising. I just won't do the the big thing I don't want to do is the waking up in the middle of the night because oh, well. I need a lot of sleep. Oh well thankfully they're not historically known for doing that. So yeah, you- right. I was just gonna say <laughs> it's not it's not like Netflix or something where you can you know click through and go, no, we don't want that. We don't want this. <laughs> it's whatever you're the gift of having a child, that's what you're stuck <sighs> with. Well, you know what works out though, is my husband's a nighttime person. He like oh. used to like the night shift in the ER. So even if we go to bed, if we go lay down at one, he's up to like four or five. So, and he'll just be better at that type of stuff. than. Me. Oh yeah. I'm sure he'll, he'll, he'll love to he'll do it. Yeah. Oh, he, you know, honestly, I think he will. Does he I have kids he already? No, oh. but he is such a good girl, like a girl dog dad. Okay. So, and he's, he's very good with our dogs. So. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> there we once, go. Once, once somebody's good with the dogs. No, <laughs> you know <laughs> No, but you know what? But plus, because you know, I know I'm gonna be worried over every little thing, and I go crazy. Like little thing goes wrong, I freak out. I go, yeah. I'm very extreme with my emotions, and he's calm, very yeah. calm, like overly calm. You know what you're saying basically is because he's good with the dogs. That when your child, when she shits the diaper, yeah. he will roll up a newspaper, hit her on the <laughs> ass, and rub her face in it. <laughs> You're forgetting he being an ER doctor, nothing grosses him out at all. Like, so a baby is not gonna like nothing a baby will do will gross him out. You know, which is cool. Now, in, in all honesty, 
it's cool that he's trained with that too because like something happens at home when you know mm-hmm. the baby gets hurt or something or chokes yeah. or something mm-hmm. yeah. yeah that always scares me that scared me all the time mm-hmm. with the little kids because i'm choking because yeah. I, I, I don't know. know what i would do i don't know what i would do i would just yeah. scream and go crazy I, that's me what too. I, that's how i handle that's how i handle things so it's I good know. that he's he's the exact opposite of me like yeah. exact opposite he's like very calm mm-hmm. he's very yeah he's very like good at like thinking things through and being rational and i'm are like you, never rational. are you are you a lunatic i'm a worry wart i'm hypochondriac okay. i'm severe well i always knew i wanted to be with a doctor uh-huh. because i'm a hypochondriac so like in my 20s i was really into nba players major league ba- baseball players and rappers that was yeah. my thing you know also like you know hey singers you know but like that was my thing i was but you know because like i dated a neurosurgeon that's how my mom got the great care yeah um after she jumped off the building yeah i I didn't take the relationship seriously because you know i was in the middle of like dealing with chris kirkpatrick and dwight howard at that time so i was like you know i don't really care that much but but then i realized (laughs) as i got older that you know these guys their careers don't last as long and you know i don't know they're most likely an nba player is pretty much going to cheat on you no matter what yeah so i figured doctors became my new thing so i started yeah. going on dates because one of the rehabs i went to in la was a doctor's a rehab for doctors well that's good i got to go because my psychiatrist thought i needed to be with like really smart people and stuff right right so i was like i'm gonna find a doctor and meet a doctor and yeah and then i was just like yeah i went on dates with a lot of doctors but i like my husband because he wasn't like a stereotypical doctor you know actually i would see him around other people and i he like would try to make jokes i really felt like he was like not to me but to other people i'm always sound like he's like insulting the people and i'm like oh that guy is he's being mean i don't think these people are picking up on his jokes that was yeah, the problem. Yeah. like you know if he didn't and i don't know and then finally we started talking and then like when i, I finally was like oh he's kind of cute and then once he's and it turned out even though we met in la we were both from the exact same part of florida like our childhood back. homes were like a mile apart yeah so you live in your hometown close i live i lived in the middle class part of this area oh, okay all right all right i'm rich and fancy now <laughs> with a sweaty ass <laughs> no. it's so funny that people it, no it's definitely all money but it's like <laughs> i always laugh because well you know what though okay relative to the area you know like a million dollars, well, you know, now it's worth so much because the, the value's gone up a lot. But, you know, yeah. when we moved here, a million dollars, $900,000 home in LA is going to be like 1,800 square feet in a, like an okay area versus here, it's like, you know, 5,000 square feet in a gated community. <laughs> like really, really nice. Yep. So I think it's funny because a lot of people, though, that live in this city are very, very snobby. And I like think to them, it's like, I'm like, you know, these people went to LA, they would be shot down immediately. And yeah, like, yeah. like, you know, but you know, but now I've, I've, I, I thought that about the people at first, and I used to think it was boring, but now I've totally turned into like, yeah, but I think they know you're, uh, 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 you're harmless. You're not out to hurt anybody or anything. No, so no, yeah, no. you're you're fun. But there's you're definitely like- some people who don't like me. You know, oh, yeah. I, oh. I had a rough start in this neighborhood. I got drunk. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. They had a stand-up comedian performing like the third month I lived here in our clubhouse. Uh-huh. And I happened to have my porn star friend Tawny Roberts in town. <laughs> so we wore these like my husband went and we wore matching dresses up to the clubhouse. And she also has like blonde hair and big boobs. And it was like this female comedian, I don't remember her name, but Tawny and I have been drinking all day long and i mean i don't know it didn't occur to me to like look around the crowd it was like a lot of like 50 60 year old couples like 
I wasn't like realizing that, you know, this wasn't like on the Sunset Strip at Laugh Factory. Right, and right. so like the community was making jokes and I started like heckling her and stuff. <laughs> and like she was saying something about like drinking or drug, I don't know, uppers and downers. And I guess I was like, this girl's on Coke and I love Zanax. <laughs> and, and I was just really loud and crazy. And so it was like not, an, it was not appropriate. But then this guy came up to me afterwards. To this day, I don't know what he looks like. And I guess he was with his wife and he was like, hey, you're Mary Carey. That was great. You know, you really were very funny part of the show. And I'm like, oh, yeah. He's like, what are you doing here? I'm like, I live here. He's like, why don't you and your husband and your friend come to, we're having an after party. So then I guess I got there and I was like mean to these like women oh, at the party. It was probably a swinger party. I don't know what it was, but then my husband got mad at me for being mean to these people. So he took off. So then I told the guy who invited me, I was like, I need to go home. He's like, no, stay and hang out out but like and i have been told what i said but i guess i was like uh if you don't take me home now i'm gonna call the police and say you're holding me against my will so <laughs> we get in a golf cart to like take me home with this friend and i'd only lived here a few months and i was really drunk and some of the you houses know where you the live uh -oh. i didn't know and we went out i went up to someone's door and was like trying to get in and then my <laughs> My friend was like, Mary, you don't have a basketball hoop in your backyard. <laughs> so then we finally get back to my house and the guy and his friend are like, oh, let's come in your house. I, I guess I told them I was like, well, actually, I guess first they fell out of the golf cart. Like, <laughs> next day I had a big cut on my face. But um, but then I guess I, when he came in the house, I was like, if you come in my house, I'm going to call the police. <laughs> <laughs> that you're trying to assault me and so he left but to this day i don't know who it, like i always wonder like i was actually afraid i like didn't walk the dogs for like months oh. after this because i don't know what he looks like i don't know where he lives chris i want to i want you to come, bring your wife and your kids matt you come too come come sit at the house i don't want you fighting with my wife you're fighting with the neighborhood you're fighting with the comedians no, that was, first of all that was yeah. my first moved in uh that wouldn't happen now now like the whole neighborhood knows me do, do you have any guys to hit you up on OnlyFans and go hey i live in your neighborhood no no they oh. haven't actually oh why would they blow up their spot like that chris it's true they would be <laughs> in this neighborhood and my yeah. neighborhood's pretty much all married people exactly i do get a lot of guys though that live in different parts of the country or in florida or different places that like you know like, what, what, <laughs> actually I got to jump off because my girls have no. their, their first day of cheer today. Cheer at the <laughs> high school. That's so good. Yep. I'm so happy for them. Yeah. I'm the oh. only, my wife's at work, so I have to go be a cheer dad. Oh, that's so good. Wow. First yeah. You might look like a little pervy, but with uh, the high no, school kids, I, I'm just I, kidding. I'm just I'm kidding. I'm used to it. Well, Chris, before you, before you jump off, if this is somehow people are listening and this is the first time they've ever heard of you. Where can they go to check out the Kid Chris show? Well, kidchris.com's got all the links and everything up there. Like, you know, there, it's got all the links for the podcast and all that stuff that's up there. Um, yeah, so that's that. And the live links and all that. It's all on that one. That's a good, you have a sexy voice. You know that? It's good oh, for radio. Thanks. Should you, I bring over did. McDonald's? <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
Egg and cheese. I want two egg and cheese biscuits. No meat. Make just, sure you check it. Check it before. Oh my God. One city. I was like drunk on my way to a radio station. I don't remember what city it was. And I made them stop to get me my egg and cheese. And I remember as you're we pulling away, I like opened it and saw there was meat. And I like got out of the car and walked back to the drive-in window. I was like banging on the window. Oh no, I, I get them that. My sandwich. And then they're like, you can leave. I was like, no, I'm going to watch because now you want to spit in it. And I'm yeah, like, yeah, sure right. you don't. No, I get it. They always they always screw up they my order. Mess it up. I know. They it's how do you up. screw it up when it's just pictures of the food on, and you just push the button? Yeah, my wife texted me and said uh, they have cheer camp and uh, they need to bring wa- a water bottle um, mm-hmm. and tell them to wear shorts and a t-shirt and Sneakers. wear their tennis shoes. Yep. 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 Yeah. Yeah. I know. They'll they'll love it for about three times. And then I'll really? be like, yeah. And then they'll, I'll be like, hey, you ready to go? And they're like, I don't want to go today. No, no. Oh. Yeah, that happened with I soccer, loved- piano. Oh. Uh, you know, they try everything. They just love their phones. Yeah. They love your OnlyFans. No, <laughs> well, 18. I can help them with theirs too. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry to cut it off. I can. No, I can keep going. it's good. It's good because my butt is so sweaty. <laughs> There's just something about Mary.